And you're a fool to believe in something you've never seen before. You've seen it? I've touched it. Dirt that was richer and darker than yours. It was in the basket we found in Nolan. It doesn't exist. Well, how can you be so sure? Because I've sailed farther than most have dreamed. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And with us this week, we have a person who has hounded us for quite some time. Since the podcast began. Uh, you can wait till we introduce you, but yes, yeah, since we started this podcast. Uh, he's been on the show twice before. Um, you all know him as Manny. Manny, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back, my gingers. <laughs> welcome. So what have you been doing, Manny? Keeping yourself busy? Um, so to give you an update, I got unemployed. I got laid off. And then I got reemployed with another company. And now I'm doing less work because of system issues. Well, that's always fun. So, so basically, I'm right back where I started. Win-win. I, I guess, yeah. All right. right. <laughs> no, I, I feel your pain, man. Yeah. We're all kind of struggling it. through this whole thing right it, now. It is. I know. Yeah. At least um, you guys have the. At least you guys have the Federation of Allied Gingers to have your back. I don't have is that. Is there a Federation? Uh, I hate to break it to you, Manny, but Hollywood's been trying to destroy us for years. <laughs> yeah, they've literally been. <laughs> no, no, just we're not. We're not. You know what? Let's not we're go not. there. We're just not. We're just not. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is. Look at every ginger character. They've been replaced. That's all I'm saying. They even got rid of the prince, for God's sake. The one ginger prince, and they kicked him out of the royal family. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. They say he asked for it. I don't think so. Oh. It's hard <laughs> oh I know. Oh, it's, it's hard being a redhead, eh? Oh, it's the it worst. Uh, <laughs> it ain't easy being ginge. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy. Um, all right, Josh. So what movie? Josh and Manny, because this is a big old, big old. Uh, Should we give a little background onto this? What? Why? Let's tell. Movie? Let's tell the audience what the movie is, because I know you have been like on us about this movie forever. Without so. exaggeration, it's been three years that I've been impounding you guys. Well, since we discussed possibly doing a show, yeah. Yeah. So since you heard of the existence, the possible existence of this show, you have been hounding us about it. Um, Josh, what movie did we watch under such duress? We watched the now infamous film Waterworld. Oh, boy. Magnum Opus. Oh, God. In so many ways, like... Oh man. Okay, so full disclosure. Okay. I rewatched the movie. Oh and no. I'm gonna tell you the movie has not aged well. It has um It wasn't uh, it didn't age well in ninety five. Alright, show your, your dirty ginger mouth, Josh. This is why you gingers get replaced. You okay. son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. In ninety five it was like what the hell? It shouldn't have existed essentially. Not for the not for the budget that it was that it was spent on this thing. Okay, so like the, the let's get <laughs> let's get this out of the way right now. One of the biggest, um, I guess, 
things that walk like you know like you know peanut butter like peanut butter and jelly exist and water world and failed movie exist okay let's get let's deteriorate that notion is that no Waterworld actually made a profit in international markets. Yeah, well, let's not deny that. But a lot of money, and you needed to watch the the whole version of it, the extended cut that actually no. explained a lot more. Okay, all right. Here's here's two things. Two things because of Waterworld, studios started to you know count the international market. Because right. it's that's the only that's way they could they they could continue to attempt to justify Waterworld's existence. That's good. This gave the start <laughs> to such directors as Uwe Boll for them to make a profit. He's not a good director, <laughs> but his films somehow turned profit. It's like Adam Sandler and Co. That's not the point. <laughs> Like okay, so starting off, let's let's just go with the whole story and let's go from beginning to end here, okay? okay what's so off, okay, story? exactly. That's your first mistake with this movie. Okay, and, and rewatching it, I realize I'm like, what is the point of this fucking movie? It's sorry if the camera keeps moving around. Yeah, it's okay. Um, like the whole point is just getting that little girl to her people. To land. Not even. The girl is the like, map. The girl's the map. She is... <laughs> I mean... Isn't that the point? Is that the, okay. her, her so, map leads to land. And that's, so, that's the right. point of the movie. So let me give you the synopsis of this plot of the movie. Okay? Because I knew that this would happen. So, in the 21st century, the, all the polar ice caps have melted. And the world is now covered in water. Yeah, we've established that. Water we figured that much. Okay. No, no, that's fine. So there are several – what's left of humanity is an artificial island made throughout – scattered throughout the globe or water world, if you will. In okay. those islands, right, you know, things have become uh, what we consider would be, you know, a commodity like paper, dry dirt, and things like that. Again, these aren't synopsis. These are just like beats no, of no, the no, movie. I, yeah, I know, I know. It's – it, again, it's, like the, the best way to describe this movie – and this was the original pitch meeting for it is Mad Max on water. I mean, yes. It's such a it, but it's it's a bad ripoff of Mad Max though. Okay. I will let you know that the deacon and the villain of Mad Max are the, might be the same person. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Tina Turner are the same. I think they dress the same actually. It's it's a bad ripoff of Mad Max. Well, also actually, wasn't this like a wasn't this a PG thirteen movie? And I'm pretty sure the it, Mad Max movies were rated R. No, it was. And and again, though, the whole point of the movie, as Joe said, is they find a little girl. She has a map written on her back, tattooed on her back, which supposedly leads to the fabled dry land. Now, Kevin Costner wants to get her there for reasons. And he doesn't though. Wants, he doesn't care. Oh, he's an asshole three fourths of the movie, right? Like, throughout um, the entire movie, there is nothing endearing me to Kevin Costner's performance. And and it, it goes back to, because apparently both him and Kevin Reynolds, who have partnered up on almost everything Kevin Costner has done, like everything he starred in, all right, they have been close-knit collaborators for years, including this movie. But this movie is evident that they were not getting along because... <laughs> 
they always seem to argue on Kevin Costner's acting choices. So in Robin Hood Men in Tights, the biggest fight was wait. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Sorry, Robin Hood Prince of Three Thieves. Men, Men in Tights was like, the better one. Uh, Men in Tights, very different but equally awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so. Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, which is what Men in Tights is spoofing. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. You know, Kevin Costner insists on attempting an English accent when Kevin Reynolds is like, "Hey, bud, maybe we shouldn't." It doesn't work. And Costner's like, no, no, I'm going to do it. And it's very glaringly noticeable throughout Prince of Thieves that that accent what you mean? comes what and you goes. Mean? All I right. Do the I mean, accent. Costner is not good at accent work. That's not his strength. No, no, no. In this, ver- in this film, in Waterworld, the biggest argument is what type of archetypal hero is Mariner. Is he the swashbuckling sort of Errol Flynn, Han Solo fun type of hero? Or is he just a stoic, doesn't say very much type of character? And neither care. And it's neither because they constantly, they, they were never able to find a middle ground or just... Or they kept it too much in the middle ground. And that's what hurts this performance so much. Because this character... I think this movie really needed a character, what Kevin Reynolds was saying, a much more swashbuckling, a much more fun type of hero. Just to help sell this. He needed like a partner. There needed to be like a third... uh, Like a third... Not not the kid, but there needed to be one more person in there. To make the, like the team. Not like even that robot. though. <laughs> yeah, like like a Chewbacca type or something like that. No, but right? it's like fine. Have a dumb sidekick. Like it needed something because I'm sorry. Like Kevin Costner, his character, there's nothing redeeming. Like he, his personality is first of all lacking. He doesn't have one. The, uh, that yeah. there's that, I'm and then you. okay. I'm gonna stop you. Mariner doesn't have a personality, but Kevin Costner does. Well, obviously, but we're not talking about Kevin Costner here. We're talking about his acting, about his acting choices in this movie. It was, uh, it it actually was, it was too middle ground as you said it. it. It was, it was Han Solo, it was Indiana Jones, and it was Mad Max. It, it was Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah. Indiana Jones would have been a perfect type of character for this. It would have been, especially when, especially like they could have. This is what endeared me to the movie. There's a scene in the movie that I'm sure you might have enjoyed was when oh, they actually went horn, on uh, your... breaks you know strips down oh no what, what, that was just, the best part. <laughs> no no when they actually That's went your endearing... underwater yeah. right and actually showed the sunken cities okay the deep dive part right so i sure. think that there's there was so much potential in that but in here's that. the thing manny by that point in the movie for some reason, I still can't figure out why they decided like he finally decides that sh- they are worth keeping on his boat, worth saving or worth worth anything. You know what I mean? He he like, finally chooses he wants to help them. Yeah. There's no real like 
like no no it's not a noticeable thing where he like that whole kim coat scene with that drifter where he sells her off for paper yeah right that's essentially in there to sort of endear us to him because then he comes back and he's a hero but i mean he still sold her off for paper (laughs) there's that and the whole the whole reason he goes with them is so they help him like she helps him escape from you know being in that cage or whatever so that's it he just makes a deal so he can escape but the the problem was his personality period like if he was just a, a nicer a bit of a nicer guy and just saying like look there is no dry land and he was being really i don't know more receptive to them more uh like let's say the reason why he another reason was he wanted company like he was just lonely and he needed someone with him like if there was something like that and he's like look there's no dry land but i i just needed someone like it's true there so, was no reason besides the fact that he needed to escape yeah so this is this is what i think okay um in what the movie lacked was Mariner's sense of adventure. See, the whole movie would have been explained a lot better, in my opinion, if it actually would have shown that Mariner wanted to go out and search for dry land with these people. Even but that's, if it was but, a fruitless... But that's what like, we're you know, saying, a, though. He yeah. he doesn't have any interest. He's not. A, it's not an interesting character the way Kevin Costner has chosen to, to portray honest, him. To be honest, also, the way let's Kevin not forget Costner... He's a merman. No, but that means nothing to. But to be honest, the character of Mariner would actually not be the initial lead in a movie. He'd be the guy they find who says they can lead him to drive. Like he'd be the character that brings the main character to dry land. You know what I mean? Fish. He like the the truth is the truth is Gene Triplehorn should have been the lead of this movie. It would have made more sense. But who? he'd be like Robert Shaw and Jaws. Janine Triplehorn should have been the lead of this movie. The 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 woman that Helen. Yeah, yeah, I know. If you're following her story, it's a little more interesting because the reality of it is, who cares about Mariner? He's supposed to be like we're trying to look at this film from his perspective, which his perspective is he he kind of doesn't care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's he's he is that character like that you meet up along a part of a journey, right? It 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 goes back to um you know classic storytelling with you know just Campbell archetype heroes, right? And the hero's journey. He is the character you meet along the way in the journey. He's not the one you follow. Yeah, he's right. The uh, NPC. Well, character. Well, yeah, I see. What I I, I I agree with a lot of things you guys say, but what I think that has endeared me into this movie is that it might actually be one of the early disaster films, big budget disaster films there was. No, it's not a disaster film. It is. Film, though. Think about a, okay. It's a post-apocalyptic film. Right, I mean, so Mad Max. Mad Max had pumped out like three movies by the time this thing came out. Three or, or maybe just two, but they had pumped them all out by this point. No, no. The I'm original sure plan was, was this movie was supposed to be made in 1986. Okay. 
This so, movie, Waterworld, was was supposed to be made in 1986. Um, I can't. The original writer, because they brought up a bunch of people to punch up this thing, including Josh Wheaton. So oh, Peter guy's, Peter guy's Ratter. Yeah, Peter Ratter, I think, is the original writer on it. And again, the original pitch was this was supposed to be a low-budget action movie. But, you know, everybody, as, as <laughs> everybody knows just from hearing stories about, well, this, and um, Spielberg has always been boisterous about his complaints or issues he's had recording or just shooting on water. It's, it's a nightmare. Nothing goes to plan. Okay. Everything so, gets like this movie. Not only was it plagued by its lead actor and director and producers, essentially, because they're both two of the lead producers on this thing, constantly fighting and disagreeing. This movie is also now plagued by budget constraints because they're going massively over budget because you can't control. Water. Water does what it wants. Do you know what I mean? They'll set up a shot, and then within an hour, thing the the ocean itself moves everything just because you know it's waves happen. It's the ocean, exactly. It just it's it's not so, it's not easy. I know, I know you guys have been shitting on this a bit. So let's talk about we keep comparing it to Mad Max. Let's talk about the action sequences of this movie. No, the action are sequences are fine. They're interesting action sequences. This they, movie... They are some of the best action sequences for its time, right? I mean, name a better movie at that what? time that had a better Dude. action sequence. Uh, oh True Lies? I, mean, I was going to say, no. literally the year before it was True Lies, Speed. Uh, you had... Speed, okay. Okay, okay. I, I know this is off topic, but I didn't oh. like the movie Speed. I never liked it. I never thought it was so much action or anything like that. Dude, Jurassic Park came out two years prior. Hold on a second. Okay, no, 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 okay, okay. I will keep Jurassic Park. You had Dennis Hopper in Waterworld, who had just played an iconic villain in Speed. Yes. Like, his villain is way better than his villain in Waterworld. But, okay, but the, the only thing in Speed that I found that there was an action sequence, which Waterworld replicated was the bus jumping over the bridge and that ending chase on top here's, of the Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The first action sequence with that grossly over-budget little island community thing that they had to build twice because a hurricane knocked it out, knocked out the first time. Well, again, the ocean. <laughs> exactly. They had to build that set twice. That was like a million-dollar set or something crazy like that. I forget. Do you know? I, actually, I think I texted you at 4 in the morning when I was in Japan. I hate you right? for that. And you remember this, right? Where I texted you where I was at Universal Studios and I was watching the Waterworld uh, show. Apparently, that show's wicked. It's amazing. It's one of the, the live show. I've the live, seen. like I, I saw this video where Joe Rogan talks about how awesome it is. Granted, I saw it all in Japanese, but I got the gist of it. I mean, it, it's it's an entertaining show. This movie could have been so much better. Uh, and again, it goes back to it, but it goes back to the little points that Josh and I were making earlier in this episode. I mean, the truth is, is that the main character you don't care. 
okay. Yeah, I don't. I. I. Gonna... I couldn't care less about what was going on with him. Okay, yeah, I was. I had no real connection. I didn't. It just. It didn't endear me. He never. In, you never endear yourself to him. He doesn't. But he doesn't connect with an audience. It, these are things that hurt a movie. You want to be able to like the main character, even if he's an anti-hero. You know what I mean? People I like people like Venom, like Tom Hardy's Venom, but not because of Venom, but because of the way he portrays Eddie Brock. Or Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Or, or Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Again, not because of the... A, a, yeah. All these other things. We're mentioning all these... All these type of anti-hero type guys, right. which is the idea of what Mariner is supposed to be, okay, so but it's just so this, poorly executed that it's embarrassing for anyone. All right, so this, so you guys are actually touching upon why is it that I'm so endeared to Waterworld? What and is it about that? that? Is, what is it about this movie for you, really? Okay, well, you're getting angry there. It is. It's it's just frustrating. Right. I had to sit through this thing. So it's two hours of my it, life I will never get back. You guys is the potential in the movie, the world building in the movie, than everything else outside of the Costner black hole. Right? Because if you really do think about it, right, at scenes with the deacon were entertaining. Scenes around the world building are entertaining, right? The action scenes are fantastically, and I'll give Kevin Costner this though. He performed in his action stunts really well. He was Tom, it was Tom Cruise level shit, right? And that's the thing. He, what takes away He did from a few stunts is, and he almost died on one stunt. And it's because, again, this he movie. He went water and tried to breathe. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. That was the stunt coordinator. You know your favorite scene in this movie, the, the bell dive? Yeah. The stunt coordinator came up too fast and got a freaking embolism. He had to be off. He almost popped. Like he Shit. almost died from the bends, okay? Shit. <laughs> he came up from the water too fast. No, Kevin Costner, because, and again, though, this is this movie, if it was made today, A, there would be a lot more computer graphics, obviously, and B... They wouldn't have to use helicopters for these long swooping aerial shots because there's quite a few of those. So oh, there is. You know the sequence. So you know the sequence where Kevin Costner is, hang is just hanging out on the mast of the of his boat, just looking around. He's hanging out on on the mast, the, the big pole that sticks up. Kevin Costner looking around in the movie is half the movie. That's but another yes. problem. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, the movie was too long. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the only I don't know, man. But anyways, that 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 act that that stunt where he's standing up there. Not only was he stuck up there for like more than he should have been, the helicopter got a little too close, and again, it's because the boat kept moving because of waves and wind that it almost killed him. The okay. blades of the helicopter were close to hitting him. You know, and then the 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 kid and, and Janine Triplehorn were almost just hit by the boat itself during that during a stunt sequence where they have to dive underneath or whatever. It, this movie almost killed four people, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Luckily, that would have made this that would have that would have hurt this movie even more, and it was already well, hurting. Honest, if it did, <laughs> I mean, like I hate to say it, but if it did. 
you know the movie would have made more money. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. People would have <laughs> been like, what? Three people died? Four people died in this movie? I gotta see this. You know, okay, just <laughs> I'm just telling just you. To go off, just to go off topic for a second, I actually agree with Josh, and I can prove it. Remember the crow? No one really cared about the crow until they heard Brandon Lee died, and then it yeah. became a massive hit. So that's well, kind of... It's still no, a think, cult hit. It, it, it's it, not it, massive. No, I think it garnered more... Po- uh, I mean, at the time, Brandon Lee had become... Uh, he, his star power was rising. He was getting more popular. But yeah. uh, but it's true. When he died, people were like, oh, snap. When Heath Ledger j- died before The Dark Knight came out, people were like, holy crap. Because it was assumed that he died because he played the Joker. So people were like, oh, my God, how good was he? Or whatever, you know, mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. how messed up is this role? But So, I mean, yeah, if you had three people dead, oh, my God. Then I'm like, also Kevin Costner at the time, you know, he probably was one of the biggest stars in the world. Before this oh. came out, he was. He was. He was very bankable. This movie. This movie really hurt his career. Yeah, it did. And and you know what? You could argue that his career never bounced back. Not necessarily. No. No, right. he's done good stuff. Like I mean, he's done good stuff, but his name is always associated to Waterworld. Well, and the postman, which is probably even worse. Don't start. Anyways, all right. <laughs> but. Is that another beloved movie? It's Danny, not beloved. It's like the worst. These two are like some of the worst movies of the '90s that were okay. big budget. But okay, again, I love the whole post-apocalyptic, you know, disaster type world-building movies. Okay, it's a cool genre and it's a cool idea. But again, this movie can be made. For a lot less. So you, what you're saying is this is the modern day Sharknado. Yeah, more so. Worse. Shark, Sharknado knows what it is. Sharknado itself is tongue in cheek. They know they're ridiculous. This is trying to be serious. That's the difference. So Sharknado what knows like? what it is. So what did you like about this movie? I... It was hard to get through. It really was, but I mean, again, the action sequences were good, though some were long. But and they were just they were also they were few and far between. There were so yeah, few and far long. between. I mean, okay. that hurts. Th- 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 again, that's what I said before. The Mariner black hole, right? Every time he's on screen, it takes away from the world building, the action. Everything else that's going around. But is Manny, he's the lead else. of the movie. I know, I know, and that's the thing is that if you can look, past- if your lead, if your lead character takes away from the story or your world building, that's a problem. See, and this I- is a st- I don't know if this is a skill or a curse I have, but I'm always able to look beyond that and see the vision that is trying to be told. Right, and I can, and I ignore the what? shittiness of the. What are you park. talking about? It's a giant turd. It's so a giant turd in the middle of the. Yes. So basically, you're looking at what the movie could be. So you're not. You don't actually like the movie. You like what the movie could be. I like what the, I like the movie. I just ignore the Kevin Costner parts. That's the entire movie. <laughs> I know. I, I know. <laughs> 
no, what? Okay. What are you okay. talking about? No, okay, so, uh, let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay, okay, let me rephrase that. I ignore the parts. The three are, Dennis Hopper uh, scenes uh, without uh, Kevin Costner are great. Uh, no, no, I ignore the parts that are Kevin Costner going full ham and acting and trying to tell a story. No, I like Kevin Costner when he's doing his action scenes. I like when he contributing to the story. Huh? Anything else besides that, it's really just it's boring and i will and i will be the first to admit mm, that right and it doesn't provide any and that's what takes away from the movie right is that whatever step forward it does kevin costner takes it for those boring like trying to move the story forward kevin costner takes it two steps back but whatever he's he in every scene step, manny he's not in if he's, he's not in every scene he's the lead of the movie he pretty much he is, is. he is the lead but when he, but then in the third act of the movie, when things actually start getting going, the movie gets really fun. <laughs> Do you disagree with that? The, the third act of the movie I, I don't gets think it really does. fun. I think the villain death is terrible. It's okay, so you don't funny. count. It is so no, funny. I'm sorry. That whole scene when he jumps out of the – what was that? Like a plane or whatever? I laughed <laughs> out loud. It was a bipedal plane, I think. I laughed out loud when he oh jumps down from there and pulls okay. her up a la a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I, I laughed out loud. It was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen on film. Oh my God. No. It was hilarious. It was like... What about the old man in the tank here? Uh, what about him? Did you not enjoy his little, just the way his little story was? You mean Mr. Jangles? Right? Is that his name? No, not he, not Mr. Jangles. The old guy in the oil tanker. Remember when Kevin Custer finally dropped the flare? He's like, thank God. He didn't have much of a storyline, man. I don't remember just, this but, but it's those. But that's the thing. It's those little things in the movie that <laughs> made it endearing, right? No, that's it awesome. isn't. But it's not. It's like it's not. Parts in a terrible movie, but so that means you like the whole movie. No, not the whole. Okay, again, it's the story building. It's what it was trying to be. And but again, though, what it try what it's trying to be is not what it is. It's like being in a relationship, right? Sometimes you have to overlook some some of the bad things. Because overall, it's a great experience. So you don't like the main person in the relationship you're with, <laughs> but you like the little things around them. No, God no, God no. But like, if you oh know me, if you oh know God. me, God no. It'd be like with your friend. Hey, you, you're like old friend. I like them. Every time we see them, I like that. I don't like you. <laughs> your little friend, like, I like. Is that life. what you'd say to your wife all the time? Like, I don't really like oh. you. Oh, this is that was, I like the Valentine's things that you card. like, but I don't like you. That was our Valentine's Day card. That was that right. was what you said. <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna write on my on my wall. It's like you guys, you like the same things as your wife. You don't like your wife. No, no. Okay, that's not true at all. But <laughs> no, it's not. But you're essentially no, saying this about no, Waterworld. No, no, but if you want to use that, though, what I like about the movie is I like the post-apocalyptic uh, Mad Max-type world. Watch I, Mad Max. <laughs> you get the no, same thing. I, I, okay. Watch I like Mad Blade Max. Runner. 
I like Blade Runner better than Bad Max. Okay, then watch Blade Runner. The point yeah, is, sure. the point is, is that there are a thousand other movies that have done what Waterworld is trying to do way better. Okay, that's but, the whole point here. Dude, it's not a bad premise. The premise of the movie is fine. Yes, it's thank the execution you. of it. It's Shut very up. bad. It's not well done. It's not well done. I'm, then, I, I mean, I, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed too. Like you, we had like one glimpse of some like Aquaman level business when you find out he's got gills and he does this like super speed swim and then he like dives out of the water and I was like, yo, so this guy's got like legit powers or something if he can do that. And they never go back to it again. Nope. Just like, to do that deep dive. If, if he can swim that fast. He should be like, give me like, hey, give me some like, super strength level action sequences. He should have been tossing guys around. It would have been like cool that. if he had a when he if he would have had a scene where he would have snuck onto Deacon's base and took out their water goons like Rambo style, like something, yeah, man. Like it just he was doing stuff underneath the water. Like that's another thing they established. He has gills for what? Just so he can show Gene Triplehorn the the underground cities like it would have been cool if he was taking out some of the base planting charges anything under the water because he can do that he doesn't need to breathe so like he could have done things underwater it was just wasted wasted so i know but again there was a the, which version did you see did you see the director's cut version? We, saw, we weren't going to sit through the director's cut version. No, we're not going to sit through the Ulysses cut. We're sitting. We're talking about the original theatrical release. Uh, more out. More time. No, no, it's not. <laughs> this is my argument on Justice League. I'm looking forward to it, but I don't think it will be better. I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. But more time dedicated to a weak story does not make a good movie. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry, but we can't just because exactly just because there's more stuff. I mean, you have to be able to if you can't tell your story, there's a lot of things in this movie that you can cut out and it won't matter. Starting with that scene with Kim Coates. What's the point of it? Where again, shut up. That's the scene. Exactly. You don't you don't even know why it exists. No, it does. There's a lot of scenes in there that don't need to exist. That's the problem with this movie, Manny. You're saying it yourself. I do. I do acknowledge. I, I'm not. I'm not. I am not trying to shit on you. I understand you like this movie. I accept that. I, for, I, on the other hand, did not like this movie. There were so many things that this movie was lacking for me that I can understand why it didn't do well. And it's funny because everybody seems to, anybody who likes it seems to say, oh, it was the fact that some, that some information about nobody getting along on set leaked and all that stuff. Whether or not that's true. That. Oh, yeah. That, th this movie, everybody knew about the issues before this movie came out. So it's saying that it got bad press. I don't think the bad press was the issue on this film. I don't. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like there was that movie that came out I think a year later too. It was called The Devil's Own and it was with Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford. And you had two of the hottest actors at the time. I mean Harrison Ford his star power really hasn't died much if at all. But Brad Pitt, you know, he was on the rise at this point. And 
apparently like those two got along or whatever but the the script was bad there was a lot of tension on set but the movie itself was because it was a bad script and they both knew it and they tried to bring their a game but it was just a bad script it was a bad movie and that's kind of like this one i mean guys this movie was not meant to be what it ended up being like I, I said this before, and it's 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 well known through the internet. This movie was supposed to be a low budget action movie. The original pitch for this was supposed to be around five million dollars or something like that. This movie was made for how much? Over a hundred million. No, it's a it was a hundred million dollars. This movie was oh, made yeah. for yeah, it was like a hundred million dollars. Huge blockbuster that failed. That's why it's infamous. Not failed, not in the international and home markets. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at this point. Nobody in the domestic market cared about it. It's because it's it's so they they, the reason why they look at international markets now is because of this movie, just so the studio could justify this movie's existence and say, look, we made some money. Obviously, they did not recruit enough for it to be a big enough of a success. Yeah, I know. Waterworld 2 never got made. It shouldn't. It will now. <laughs> it will now. Well, Hollywood's officially run out of ideas, dude. Think about it. Now is the time to make Waterworld. A movie where uh, you can like isolate people and you don't need to do and you can just <laughs> use a bunch of CGI. <laughs> and I'm sure, Kevin, I'm sure you can bring back Kevin Costner for pennies on the dollar. You wouldn't you know cast what? Kevin Costner in that role could. now, though. Like, legitimately, you probably could make a remake of Waterworld. Hey, if, like I said, it's not a bad premise. I mean, mind you, Earth is Waterworld. Like, let's be real. 70% of our our world is covered in water. Yeah, exactly. 70%. We're pretty much Waterworld anyway. And Josh and I were joking around anyways. We were saying that this movie is just a few people off of an, a remote island in the Pacific that just didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> nothing happened. Going in circles. Guys, GPS didn't work. Whatever. So do you guys know at the end of the movie uh, where they find dry land, right? Yeah. So do you know Hawaii. what that where that is? That's in Hawaii. Hawaii. No, no. Okay, but Hawaii. But do you know what it's supposed to represent? Where it's supposed to Garden be? Yeah. Mount Everest. Oh. Yeah, that's in the longer cut. Yeah, longer. it is. It's the top of Mount. It's the peak of Mount Everest because Mount Everest is the highest. Yeah. Point. With like, you- there's gonna be horses on the peak of Mount Everest. According to that, yeah. Well, at that hey, point, what? it's it's hey, the Everest? only land and there is. Peak? Hey, do you know what Waterworld doesn't have? What? Gingers. It's true. It's true. Why was there only one mega shark? Where were the rest of the sea creatures? Yeah. Um, How do we have a movie called Waterworld? There's no sea creatures. There's no fish. Uh, it was a merman. What? We have one. We have a merman. There was a merman. I feel like Derek Zoolander would have done a way better job. He probably would have. Um, <laughs> you know Look, what, man, actually? Here's, a, here's <laughs> another thing I, I wonder as well. Because, I again, I'm not a, sci- a scientist or anything. I <laughs> Stop science after grade 10. But if the water level has risen so much that all they could find is the peak of Mount Everest, 
Wouldn't the air be incredibly thin? Well, yeah. people have adapted. You get there's people who are adaptive to thin air, like like the uh, like Sherpas and shit like that. They're they're conditioned to light air because you know, or thinner air. Even people who from even the Dutch, right? They're actually because they because they are so uh, like they're so high above sea level. That they are the they, Dutch they, are arguably Holland is below sea level, sir. Okay, ma, ma, I'm thinking of another Holland is below Swiss, sea Swiss, level. Swiss, Either Swiss, way, yeah. I'm thinking of the Swiss, sure. but yeah, but yeah, they're but yeah, like so they're conditioned <laughs> to be able to survive better in thinner air, but yeah, yeah, right, you know what? Okay, sure, you know what? I shouldn't say this, you gingers, you two, you know that you you guys know that you guys are genetic mutations. Right, that you guys are actually you evolutions of son of a no, bitch. no, 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 no. You guys are actually evolutions so because your voice. No, no, because you guys are you know, you guys live. This review is over. You guys can live in a world without so much sunshine, and you guys have a higher uh, uh, pain tolerance than most people. Bitch, it's true. Son of a I, bitch. Actually, I'm pretty sure with gingers we feel pain more. Than oh, because you guys, because of the verbal abuse. You're damn right. <laughs> wow you're goddamn right oh my god dude there was even one shot yeah i think it was close to the end too and maybe it was when he when they had gotten on that plane or whatever it was at the end and kevin costner stood up and in the back was you know the like the sun or whatever in the water and it looked so cgi like it looked so green screen and i was like how is this possible I'm pretty sure they've just been on the water, but it just looked bad. They probably went for more poppy colors just to make it, you know. I don't know, but I, I get what you're saying. It just didn't look good. Uh, you know what's funny is that shot actually always stands out in my mind, too. Yeah, because it doesn't look good. It no, looks, it it, it looks bad. That, even that bird looked fake as fuck. The bird was the best part. <laughs> like, the, one, the one bird. Right, the, that one bird did more acting than Kevin Costner did that whole movie. Oh. Wow, we have come oh. to the point in this program where we rate these movies out of five. And Manny, okay, okay, our guest, uh huh, you may no longer be our friend after this, subjecting us to this movie. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> out of five ginger snaps what do you rate Waterworld? okay this is a two-part answer okay oh. just for real. just answer it no 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 no, no. It's, a long, like a movie. <laughs> it's a two-part answer before re-watching it um yeah on sunday it was like five i gave i gave this like five movie five. a four out of five <laughs> I okay so okay Rewatching it, knowing what I know now, it's a ten out of five. <laughs> it's an eighteen out of six. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> um, I've bumped it down to a two out of five. Wow. Okay, I'll give you this. You're you're okay, willing enough. When you just praising the hell out of this movie, <laughs> because I, told you, I, 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 
Right, man. I, I told you right at the beginning of this fucking thing. Sorry. I have that in watching this movie, I realize it has not aged well. And, and you know what? It doesn't. It, this is aged like an open bottle of wine. Are you saying it's now vinegar? Yes, actually, it is. But it, it is was, very. It was vinegar in '95, dude. You shut your fucking mouth, Josh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, he was Wait, so I mad. Swear? It doesn't make sense. You're like, you know what? I love this movie for what it isn't. I love, you know, every part of, this of Kevin Costner. I love this movie. But you have to. Okay, I see the. You guys are with me when you're you so that there's, mad. There's Josh potential. is so mad right now. Manny, we're both agreeing this movie had potential. <laughs> But right. every movie has potential. Like, <laughs> There's that. Movie. There's that. So what do you? <laughs> so what do you give it? So what do you give it? I've given it a two out of five. Dude, I, I think we have to go with the original it. answer. But I don't like it. What are you giving it? Dude, I'm going like a two, and I don't like it. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> Can I do two and a half? Dude, you can give whatever you want, man. You can give whatever you want. It just doesn't make sense. Manny, give us an honest answer here. No, no, really. It is a, it is a two after rewatching it and realizing that. I so okay, it's not as good as you would have as you remember it. Okay, let's leave it at that. Exactly. All right, it's Ninja Turtles two for him. <laughs> I actually really like that movie. Oh my god! So did we, and then we rewatched it, and we were like. Wow, this is kind of crappy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in other words, Manny, Waterworld for you is one of those movies that you loved as a kid, but now watching it as an adult are like, what the hell was wrong with me? Well, hopefully when I watch <laughs> this movie, when I'm 65 years old, <laughs> that I will remember it. Hopefully I will forget that I watched it back in 2021. <laughs> You've, yeah. you've gone out and bought the DVD of this. I tried to give it to you like five times. You wouldn't answer your goddamn phone. <laughs> and you somehow managed to get it on Netflix. Who calls yeah. him? <laughs> Is it only on Netflix because of Manny too? I think so. I think so. I do have some evil social media powers. He has like Reddit evil social media powers that never helps us with. All right, right, Josh, what do you rate Waterworld? So, you know what's funny? As a kid, I probably would have given it like a two and a half. You know, if it was like the same thing. Because I remember I saw it in the theaters. And then I think I watched it maybe another time on VHS or something. Maybe at a birthday party somewhere. I don't know. And it's not like even as a kid, I was like 10 or 11 when it came out. And I was like, eh. Even I was like, eh, it's not that good. So I would give me like two and a half. Now I'm watching it and I'm like, this is like, I don't know. One and a half maybe. Like a three out of ten. If it was out of ten. So like, yeah, like one and a half. Yeah. You know, listen. Why did Dennis Hopper <laughs> not kill Kevin Costner and Gene Triplehorn? He had he no fu- reason to keep them kid. alive. He fires the gun in the air. Huh, so gullible. Just kill them. They serve you no purpose. Yeah. There's 
no purpose for them, and he's already showed that he would kill people. He killed one okay. of his own men or something for nothing. Uh, okay, uh, but okay. My eye? if you're gonna go, th- if you're gonna go there, right? Why didn't you know the the guy that hooked up the laser to Bond just shoot him in the head? But you know? Bond intimidated him to actually. Like it doesn't like okay, Bond talked is okay. Going with but that Bond specific scenario, a yeah, Bond played the game. B Bond talked his way out of that situation. That's what I'm saying. A. Bond, they didn't talk their way out of it. He wasn't the whole point. He there was no real intention to kill him, anyways. And I love Bond's tropes of you know elaborate death scenes just to show their immense power. It's really just exposition of what these guys are capable of or their resources or whatever stupid reason. That wasn't the case, but that wasn't the case with this specific villain. Yeah. This specific villain is the type that would shoot a guy down just in cold blood. Exactly. And he's done it. So So there was no real reason to keep. Look, a lot of times when Bond is tortured, it's because he has information. Yeah. Yeah. He has something to offer. The like I said, Mariner and whatever her name was had nothing to offer him. They had like Deacon had a bigger boat. He had a crew. He had everything he needed. Like he doesn't all the smokes he could want. Well, yeah, and of course, yeah, they're called smokers. Like really, where are they getting the cigarettes? How are they making? It doesn't even make sense. You need paper to make cigarettes, but. What you know doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Manny. You need to be matter. able to grow tobacco to to to, to roll it into paper. Uh, he grew a tomato, I believe. No, it's not tobacco. <laughs> tobacco. So what's your? And that's sport, another Joe? thing too, though. Like that's another. Let thing. Josh finish up. If they've adapted to live angry. above the water, like to make these oil oil rigs, whatever, to live on the water. And this is supposed to be the year 2500, according to production, whatever. Yeah. They could have figured out a way to get soil and grow it. They could have figured out a way. Tomato plants, uh, like vegetable plants. Like, they still could have figured out a way in 500 years to make livable stations where they can grow things. What gets me, this is what's funny about this movie, too. This is what really gets me. It would have been more exciting if is it that, was like right after everything yeah, happened. Maybe. But I mean, this movie, for whatever reason, nobody in the world, aside from Kevin Costner's character, thinks of taking dirt from the ocean floor and just letting it dry out. You know, it's explained in the extended director's cut. So okay, okay then. You watch that. Why don't they do that? because uh, humanity has forgotten the old ways. But why? That, no, that's it's reason. only 500 years, though. That's the reason. But it's only 500 years into the future from what this that, current what moment. What does that mean, though? How, what were they living on? Like, I, uh, I, I, like, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, there I don't understand where they're getting fresh available. water from, to be honest. Now, in retrospect, where are they getting fresh water from? Exactly. They're pissing. They like, they're drinking their own urine, essentially. Like, okay, and, and on top of that... That's not how you filter clean water. The best way to filter water, if you don't have like a filter, is dirt and charcoal. 
I see Joe has drank much you, piss in his time. No, but your Brita filter alone has got charcoal in it if you drink from a Brita yeah. filter. Any water filter, actually. Mm-hmm. You're filtering water charcoal through charcoal. Come out. Yeah. It's 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 these little things. So I mean, yeah, they 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 make fires, so you can make a filter out of that. So and obviously, dirt is a commodity. You can build that. So Kevin Costner's water filter doesn't do anything. And where are they making the fire from? Wood, right? Where'd they get the wood from? Where'd they get the wood? <laughs> Why'd I have the bull part? Why did I have the bull? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I know this was like back in a time when people didn't dissect it like this, unless you were like Siskel and Ebert. But, but as 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 an audience, we've become much more jaded, and even the audience of you know, twenty five years ago thought this movie was ridiculous. (laughs) Like this is a twenty five year old movie that was bad when it came out, and it's not gotten better. I will grant I granted I will say that there is obviously a cult audience as these things tend to get yep. over time. Right? You see them all over the internet saying no, but oh back in ninety but back in ninety five it was still it still had a big audience. It was still respected. I mean I don't know some like away running, you know, starter cap wearing, you know, blonde streaked asshole telling me, you know, that the movie sucked. <laughs> what? I'm assuming that was every guy in the 90s. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm going to rate this like a one and a half. Fuck you. I mean. And I'm just doing it to bother you. Uh, yeah, it's at best a two. Thank you. The best scene in the movie is literally when he jumps off the airplane thing. And pulls her up via bungee cord a la Bugs Bunny. fight was amazing. Sorry? I thought the jet ski fight was pretty cool. Again, how are they fueling these jet skis? Uh, Obviously, it's the old man in the oil tanker. I know that, but, like, they have all the stuff to refine the oil. Right? They're able to refine the oil and make gas, which is interesting enough as it is. You'd think they would use those resources to try and you know, come up with a much more sustainable living strategy. Yeah. Also, though, (laughs) what happened to the cruise ship? Wait a minute. There were cruise ships back, you know. Wait a minute. Yeah. The hot air balloon should not work. There's that, too. Because if it's that high in the atmosphere, there would, the flame would give out because there's not enough oxygen to keep it going. There's that, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that this this movie has a lot of other issues. A lot. I mean, granted, it's not good that the polar ice caps melted, and that's really where the interestingness of this movie ends after that. So you're like telling the, me in the first... No. Hold on. That is told in the first seven seconds of the movie. Yeah, first exactly. Time, why, was there, why was there a narrator for that? Yeah. It was so... I was like, anyway... But again, it's like they only look, Manny, you're down with the world building. Cool. I get that. Because what would have been cool is I wanted to I would have loved to see more of Kevin Costner's people. I want to see more Gil people. Like, are there people that literally live underwater? 
like give us something like mermaids. Like, yeah, why not? Why not? Why does he have gills if he's going to be in, if he's going to live on a boat? He should be living underwater. Yeah, the, the gills are, are pointless. Like, there's no other mutants. They I'm don't. Saying, like, <laughs> it would have been cool to see that. It would have been cool to see people living in those underground cities. Like, imagine he's swimming down there. There's another person like, what's up, Bob? Like, just, you know. Hey, Frank. I believe that's called Atlantis. Sure. It's also called Aquaman. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that would have been cool. That would have, it would have added to the movie. This was just like a futuristic pirate kind of Mad Max. Kind, like, it was all just kind of. Kind of. It wasn't enough of it, one thing, but it contributed to a lot in, in terms of the film industry, though. Like, like I, what? Not, that so, it was the biggest embarrassment Hollywood has had. Yeah, up until did. that it, point, it took Hollywood down a peg too, and then they actually started investing in more and better projects. They didn't. Go no, I would say this is the last of the major blockbusters that was done with majority of practical effects. Because, let's face it, if they were able to do this with CGI, they probably would have saved a lot more money. Because Are you telling I, me that in the Avengers, they didn't really kill off half the people? It was all CGI? You're fucking ridiculous. I fucking hate you. That's genuine. I hate you. I know. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like this movie, the worst thing that this movie could have ever done is not make a decision. And it didn't. It does not make a decision. Like, I feel like if we were able to care more about the Mariner character, it would have redeemed this movie in some way. Oh, you but know you Mariner don't. Not name, right? It's not that point. It's not I the point. I call him Kevin Costner. Yeah. That's it. Um, IMDb credits him as Mariner, so that's what we're going to call him. Yeah, that's not his name, though. He doesn't have a name. I know. So Mariner should be Submariner, like in Marvel. Hey. He's going to be like the Black Panther 2 villain. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Congress as Godzilla more now. Anyways, on that note... That'll be out soon enough. Yeah. Manny, where can people find you if you want to share with them? Or if you don't, that's okay, too. They can find me in the unemployment line soon. That's fun. Uh, you don't want to share any social media or anything like that? No, no I, plug? I, I don't have social media to share right now. I don't have any projects going on. Okay, cool. Josh, where can they find us? All right, folks. Look for us, you know, at Ginger Flicks Pod on Instagram, Ginger Flicks Pod on YouTube, Flicks Pod on Twitter, and on TikTok. We got some fun stuff there. Ginger Flicks Pod as well. Flicks always spelled with that X. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Also, uh, don't forget, we do have a guest spot coming up on one of our friends' podcasts. It's not for a little while, though. It's uh, Dash's podcast. We'll probably keep yeah. you up. To, uh, what's it the called shorts. again? Shirts and, Short, hoodies. shirts and hoodies yeah yeah apparently we're on the pilot episode we'll let you know when that actually drops but keep a lookout for that shirts and hoodies anyways guys thanks again for listening manny thanks for being on the show thank you all right anyways thank you again for ginger flicks i'm joey i'm josh and we'll talk to you again soon you learn